You're listening to the Ambassador's Voice Podcast. God bless you and welcome to the Ambassador's Voice Podcast. I am Pastor Michael Pedroso here today with another episode of the ambassador's voice and we are going to get started with our new episode today it is talking about a subject that i think sometimes we overlook as believers well i don't even know if we overlook it i think because a lot of us usually use the term or would say god knows my heart our discussion today that we're going to dive into and get deep into is called matters of the heart we're going to go ahead and start right at jeremiah chapter 17 verses 9 and 10 the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it now before i read verse 10 i want to read this in another way because when you think about the heart being deceitful above all things the word deceitful means that it is deliberately misleading. And now this second definition, it really gives you something to think about. It says marked by deliberate deceptiveness, especially by pretending one set of feelings and acting under the influence of another. Think about that for a minute. This is something that we go off of when it comes to our emotions our heart sometimes plays with our emotions that we actually feel one way about something but we do something else that situation where you know you really have an issue with a brother or a sister and they come in your presence and instead of you getting the situation right making it right allowing god to to unction you to make things right with that brother or that sister, you go in front of them and you pretend that you are okay with them. You pretend that everything is fine. I'm trying to tell you, saints, and I, and I want you to hear this and hear what I'm saying because our heart is going to cause a lot of us to miss heaven because it says, listen now, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked this means it has a great urgency to be morally bad in principle or practice or it has a great urgency to be troublesome unpleasant or offensive spiteful or vicious our heart can really have us in a place to where we act out in particular ways with people we do particular things and not even realize these things are still in our heart but the first thing we say when correction comes is god knows my heart he's still working on me are you allowing god to work on you 
When you go in your prayer closet at night and you're asking God and you're praying and talking to God and asking him to do this for you or to do that for you or to to remove this out of your life, to remove that out of your life, to help you get better at this and to help you get better with that and to help you be more diligent in this and more diligent in that. Are you really ready for what God is going to send to you? or sin your way, or what door he's going to allow to be open that's going to try you? Are you ready for that? Are you prepared when he sends someone who you wouldn't expect him to send to you and give you a word or give you the answer to the questions or the things that you've been praying for, but you don't want to receive it because of who this person is? These are things that we have to think about when we go in our prayer closet. And we're praying and we're asking God to bring a change in our life. We're asking God to move mightily upon our heart, upon our life or in our life to take us to a higher height and a deeper depth in him. God, to fill us with the Holy Ghost, because when you trying to go to another level in God, the fire is going to be turned up. Your heart and you yourself is going to be tried that much more. Why do I say this? Because the next verse says it all. It says, I, the Lord, search the heart. I try the reins, even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. God is telling us right there that he's trying our heart. Do we realize that the things that go on now? Listen, the reins, it is the seat of the feelings, susceptibility to emotional response or affections, which is fond attachments, things that we're still attached to, things that we are quite acquainted with, passions, which are things that are being intensely emotional. Things that we are intensely emotional about. These are all the reins. So God tries the emotions that are in our life, in our heart. Those different things that we have going on in our heart that we don't really know that's there. And a lot of it could sometimes be the little foxes. The little foxes that destroy the vine is what the word says. Those are the things sometimes that God is trying in our heart that he's trying to let us know that is there in our heart, in our life. And we have to be prepared or pray and ask God for discernment to see and know that this is what I prayed for. And God is now answering my prayer. Lord, why am I going through this? God will bring it back to your remembrance. He tells us in his word that the Holy Ghost bring all things back to our remembrance. And he will remind us of a prayer that we prayed a month ago, two months ago, three weeks ago, a year ago. Sometimes we forget about those prayers that we've sat down or we've got on our knees in our prayer closet. And we've asked God to move in our lives. And then we don't get tried by it or We are being tried by it, but we don't pass that test because we weren't really ready for what we went before God for. God is trying the different levels, the different areas, the different emotions, the different things that we have in our heart going on, the mixed emotions, the feelings that we have going on in our heart could be pride, could be lust, could be anger, 
could be backbiting. It could be a love of money. Who knows what it is that we have going on? But we have to know that we can't make it into heaven with these things in our heart. The Bible tells us that out of the abundance of the mouth, the heart speaks. So if you got cussing going on and it's still in your heart and you have not allowed God to deliver you from that, it's going to come out. As soon as God try you in a situation, it's going to come out. Why? Because you didn't let God take it. You didn't give it to God. You decided to go the route of the flesh and say, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and, and let them have it this time. Not realizing what you prayed about. Asking God to take filthy communication away from you out of your lips. And then he tried you with it. You say, well, Pastor Mike, why are you saying that I got all these things going on in my heart when I know that I've gone to God and God have done such a great work in me and I don't do this no more and I don't do that no more? You still have other things. Remember, the Bible talks about the little foxes and it's the little foxes that destroy the vine. Those things that we hold dear to. And if you remember when we talked about pride, Pride comes in many different forms, and pride is something that God frowns upon dearly. Matter of fact, he said in his word that it's, it's an abomination unto him. We have pride in our heart, and we don't realize it. We have anger, and sometimes we just like to say, that's just how I am. I'm a firm, stern person, but God is trying to humble us. He's trying to put us in a place of humility. Just because you're humble does not mean that you're weak. It does not mean that you're soft. But when you begin to allow God to work on the pride and the anger and all of these different things that's in your life. Because remember, he said, when you come to me in prayer in secret, he will reward you openly. So those things that you're praying about secretly in your prayer closet. God will begin to bring that change and bring that deliverance to you from those things that's in your heart. But he's going to test you and he's going to try you. We're living in a time now that we don't know when the Lord is going to come back. Jesus could come back tomorrow. But are we ready? Do we have these things that's in our heart in a place to where we have given it all to God, all of our heart to God and let these things go? These things that can cause us to lose our salvation. Is it really that serious for you to lose your salvation, to hold on to your old ways, to hold on to an attitude that you had, to hold on to something that you were mad at somebody about? Is it really worth you losing your soul? This is why the word says that the heart is deceitful above all things. And desperately wicked. Who can know it? Our heart deceives us. Purposely. Misleading us. And has an urgency. To do wicked. Spiteful. Vicious things. Offensive things. Sometimes we snap people head off. And don't even realize it. When you just snap people head up. And snap them up. When you respond back. Or you're talking to them. You're snapping them up. Because those are things that's in your heart. That you have not dealt with. And that you have not allowed God to deal with. Or you've ignored the different signs that God have brought to you. We got to remember. 
You can fool everybody around you into thinking that everything is okay with you. But we can't fool God. We can't trick God into believing that we're okay. Because he just said that he tries the rain. He searches the heart, first of all. And then he tries the reins. So if God is searching our heart, he knows what's there. He knows what's going on, what's in the different chambers and on the different levels and in the different corners and pockets, the things that we're trying to push off to the side so we don't want nobody to see that this is how I really am. God knows it's there. And then he said that he tries the reins even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doing. So whatever you're doing, however you're acting or mistreating people or misleading people, deceiving people, whatever it may be, God is trying you to see how you are going to respond. In Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23, it says, Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. The issues of life. A problem or difficulty or a personal problem. Different things that we have dealt with throughout our lifetime. No matter whether if we 15, 20, 35, 60, 65, 70. We have gone through different things and different challenges and had to travel down different roads in our life. Some of us have had to deal with church hurt. I don't know if I just hit a nerve or there with some people, but I hope I did because these are things that we have to deal with. There are a lot of us sitting at home because of church hurt. We don't want to go to church no more because we don't like the way the pastor dealt with us or we don't like the way so-and-so mistreated us or the sister's treat this sister this way but when it comes to me they mistreat me or the brother's always talking about me or whatever the case may be you've been lied on at church you've been talked about you've been mistreated at church but what about different things that you have gone to pray and ask God about and if God have not used those same people in the house of God or step back and allow the enemy because the enemy probably have taken them captive at his will, according to what the word of God says. And now they have been used to try your heart. But we walk away from the church. But I tell you one thing, don't walk away from God because God is not the one who have mistreated you. A lot of times we fought God for different things that go on in our life. And God is not the one that have caused these things in your life. Sometimes it's the decisions that we make is the reason as to why we are going through certain situations. Remember, we are in a spiritual battle, a spiritual warfare between the flesh and the spirit. And whenever we struggle in our walk with, am I going to walk and do this? Or am I going to allow God? I'm going to obey God or I'm going to go 
and do what I feel like doing at this moment. We put ourselves in certain positions and then we blame God. But my Bible tells me that God is not the author of confusion. So if God is not the author of confusion, who is? That's the enemy coming after you because the Bible says he goes about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And if you are not rooted and grounded in the things of God and the word of God and full of the Holy Ghost, you can be deceived because God tell us not to be deceived, not even by our own self. So this takes us right back around to the heart being deceitful above all things. So the different issues that we deal with in our life or that we have had to deal with. That we just decided that, you know, I'm over it. I'm fine. You know, this happened a while ago, so I done got over that and I done moved on. Have we ever thought that that's our heart making us think that we are okay with that situation now? But really, how we felt at the time when things happened, when things went down, we felt some type of way. And after time went on because we didn't go to church for a week or two weeks or three weeks or we just stayed away from that person or that individual or those people, those brothers and sisters who may have hurt us, we decided to ourselves that I'm okay now. I'm past that. Oh, don't worry about it. I'm past that. I don't I don't forgot about it. While these things are still brewing in our heart. And then when we deal with our children, our husband, our wife, family members. Even brothers and sisters in Christ, when we deal with them, that hurt from a past situation comes out when you start dealing with people. And it's not an intentional thing. That's just you talking or you responding or reacting to a conversation. But it comes out harsh. It comes out mean out of the abundance of the mouth. The heart speaketh. So while we think we're okay, we've got bitterness that has rooted itself in our heart and it's coming up. And when somebody begins to tell you, you know, you were kind of harsh with me with what you said or how you reacted. Our response is, well, I, I, that wasn't, I wasn't being harsh. Listen, I want to tell you in Proverbs chapter 21, verse 2, it says, every way of a man is right in his own eyes but the lord pondereth the hearts the lord reflects or considers with thoroughness and care about your heart think about that now while we are going in our own way thinking that we're right and what we're doing and how we're acting and how we're responding and how we're treating people god is reflecting and considering the thoroughness and care of our heart. He said that he wants to give us a heart of flesh and remove the stony heart. So we have to allow the Lord to remove the stony heart, the stony places in our heart, the different levels, the different areas, as he begins to chisel and break back those hard places in our heart. He'll begin to replace it with the softness so he can deal with us, so he can deal with our heart. Because some of us are so guarded, some of us are so protected, we protect ourselves so much because of the different things, the issues of life that we have gone through. 
that we don't open up and allow people, allow God sometimes even to deal with us. God is a perfect gentleman. He's not going to force you to do anything that you don't want to do. He's not going to force you to give up being angry. He's not going to force you to give up being mad at people and holding bitterness in your heart and unforgiveness. He's not going to force you to let those things go. He knows that they're there and he's going to continue to try you and continue to try you and continue to try you until you respond. Because that's the type of God that we serve. He said that hell was made for the devil and his angels. And what happened to the wicked ought not happen to the righteous. With everything that has gone on in the past year, with people leaving out of here in wholesale numbers, it behooves us as believers to get our hearts right, to let this stuff go, to allow God to do a work in our hearts. That people that we come in contact with, that we come around, that know that we used to be a ruckus before we got saved. And even sometimes during the time that we were saved, that we was a ruckus and we would say anything and everything. God is trying to take us to a place to be prepared, to be ready to meet him at his coming. He said that when he returned, will he find faith on the earth? How are we going to have faith when we got so much other stuff going on in our hearts? These things could be hindering us from getting to a place of faith in God because we got so much going on. It's time for us to ask God to create within us a clean heart. Oh, God, and renew within us a right spirit. We should be striving for a place in God where the Bible says in Matthew chapter 5, verse 8, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. We can't see God for the dirty things or the filth that's in our heart. We have to get to a place to where we have a clean heart a pure heart he tell us clean hands and a pure heart this is the place in our life in god that we have to get to clean hands and a pure heart then we can see god this is possibly the reason why sometimes we have a hard time getting a breakthrough getting a prayer through getting a hold of god because we can't see him because we have so much contamination going on in our heart. We got so much dirty water going on in our heart that we can't see God through it. Saints, it's time to allow God to do a true work in our heart. If we're going to say that God knows my heart, he's still working on me. How long are you going to continue to say that he's still working on you? Before you actually allow him to do it. Your soul is worth saving. He said if we seek to save our life. We will lose it. But if we seek to lose our life for his name's sake. We will save it. Is it worth you going to hell over? Because you didn't want to let go. And let God. 
I believe this is what God is searching for. And this is why he's searching our heart, because he knows these things in our heart are going to keep us from him. He said it. He's searching our heart. So he knows that these things are going to keep us from him. Are we paying attention and do we understand how serious this is? You know, for our young folks that we are upset with our parents because we feel like they mistreated us. Or they didn't handle us the right way when all your parents were really trying to do is get you to grow up and be responsible. We still upset with family members because of how they did things when we lost a family member and we were that person was over handling all of the business concerning that family member, but they mistreated everybody else in the family. We still upset with that family member behind something like that. Sometimes we have so much bitterness and anger going on inside of our heart that we don't even realize how deep it really goes. I think the Bible even called it a gall of bitterness. So God is telling us to keep thy heart with all diligence. Keep your heart with all diligence. Diligence is conscientiousness in paying proper attention to a task. So this means that you are paying proper attention to the things that's going on in your heart. You're giving the degree of care required in a given situation with things that you are dealing with in your heart. So as these things begin to manifest itself, you recognize it. And you do what is required by going before God and repenting. This is all what it really is. Is God showing us these things that we can repent of these things and turn away from it. But repentance, in order to repent, it takes humility. You have to be humble enough. To come before God and repent of ways that you have, that you have had in your life for 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. This is where the real work begins. Those things that have been lying dormant in our heart for that long. We must allow God to do his great and perfect work in us. Join us next week. As we continue on the matters of the heart. Till then, be blessed in Jesus' name. I would like to thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it on your social media. To catch all of the latest from the Ambassador's Voice podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at Ambassador's Voice, one word. Leave a comment or question at ambassadorsvoice549 at gmail.com or listen wherever you hear your podcast. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on the Ambassador's Voice podcast. Be blessed.